Hello everyone and welcome again to Sonoma Parenting 101. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm Barbara Pappas, your host for today. Today I wanted to talk to you about a couple things that parents have brought up to my attention and one is in connection to communication and how we communicate. I wanted to tell you a little situation I ran into. I like to go out for coffee on weekends and I like to walk over to the plaza here in Sonoma and sit at the Bass Cafe and just enjoy an early hour in the morning. If you know the place, you know it's quite intimate and small and you basically have breakfast with anybody who is sitting right there with you. Next to me was a young family, uh, parents and two children. They were maybe about two years and four years of age. And after a couple of minutes, I noticed that the mother was constantly asking the youngest daughter about anything related to having breakfast. And while she continued asking, do you want yogurt? Do you want berries? Is it too hot? Is it too cold? Do you want this? Do you want to sit here? Do you need shoes? Do you need a spoon? I noticed that my heart rate was actually going up. I was getting nervous and anxious, uncomfortable, and to the point I almost started sweating. Of course, I realized right away what was going on, but I just started observing a little bit more in detail. And this is not about putting anybody on the spot. We have all done it. It's about bringing awareness to situations and looking how we can improve and polish over our relationships with our children and also with ourselves. So first of all, the mother never really wanted an answer. The girl never gave an answer. There was already a common understanding of mom is just asking away and I just do whatever I do, but it's not about giving an answer or making a decision. And quite frankly, for a two-year-old or even a four-year-old to make about, let's just roughly say, 10 decisions in one minute, I would say she probably asked a question every six seconds. It's just way overboard. Uh, I want to give another extreme example. One of the reasons I probably never want to build my own house is because I have to make way too many decisions. All contractors will come to me and I have to decide every single thing about colors and materials and tiles and hardwood floor and pots and pans and blinds and uh, it's completely overwhelming for me and it's very very overwhelming for young children to be put into a position to make constant decisions and come up with solutions. So how do we communicate with our young children? Make statements. Don't ask questions. And if you do ask questions sincerely, also be ready for a no. Otherwise, don't put them in a position of being the decision maker and you make the decision for them. I like this little exercise and that is um, have a meal with 
a friend go out with a friend or with your partner, spouse, husband, whatever it may be, and ask them to ask you a question, let's say five or six a minute. You can uh, script it, you can prepare it, but just to put yourself through the situation, oh my God, all these questions, I can't even keep up with it. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, do I want this, do I need this? Uh, just so we have a real experience of what it is like to be bombarded with constant questions. And of course we always wonder, why is it? And I was asking around and, you know, inquired with different educators and parents, adults. And that's why I titled this episode, uh, Insecurity, Uncertainty, Ambivalence. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, if we are not quite sure about a decision to make, sometimes we put our children into the place of letting them decide. Another situation is taking them to school and a drop-off. Are you ready? Do you want to go in? Do you need to go to the bathroom first? Do you need a jacket? Are you cold? Is it too hot? Are your shoes okay? And... I think the purpose of this podcast is to bring awareness of um, a habit of asking too many questions and to bring awareness to what do I go through at this moment um, that I need to clear up with myself and how can I relieve my child from the burden of being a constant decision maker. Before we have children, we are not a parent. We are a daughter, a son, we are a friend, we are best friends, we are maybe wives or husbands or partners. But being a parent is a very new role. And it is something that we need to grow into. It's something we need to become aware of and we have to make a lot of conscious decisions and adjustments of what does this role mean for me. From the other side, the child is the child and they need to find their place within our relationship and within our family. And the child also needs to find their place in any other social group at school or play dates or groups at the park. And when we are clear about the roles and our place, I'm the parent, this is my child, this is appropriate for a child, this is appropriate for a parent. This is appropriate for grandparents or neighbors or babysitters. But this is my role as a parent. If we are clear about that and if we are clear about that with our partner and support structure, then a lot of questions have been answered. And relationships are clearer and our roles are clearer and everybody has their place and it's more of a well-oiled machine. 
So I wanted to bring up asking questions, way too many questions on a daily basis or habitually to our children. And a young parent brought up another question to me and that was uh, she was having a baby in December, so about eight months ago. And she really was aware of the fact how much commercialism was thrown at her through registries, showers, just in general, all the things she was supposed to buy and have for having a baby. And we talked about that a little bit. And she is a person who is innately a natural good mother. She innately knows... Uh, what is okay or what is appropriate and she was struggling with this pressure from the outside world of all the things she was supposed to buy and I would just caution everybody about what is real and what is made up. We have the ability to have critical thinking and we have the ability to look around. We have already been ourselves through childhood we can we have a reference to what it was like 20 30 40 years ago for us and instead of now making a long list of you need this and that i would just say create categories and lists of priorities for you and again whoever is with you in your family to evaluate what goes on top of the list what is very, very, very important, uh, what is completely unnecessary. Uh, if it were me having children again, or maybe uh, grandchildren sometime soon, I would always go for natural things first. If I could have only one toy available for children, it would be a sandbox and a hose with water, open-ended, just free play, dirty, messy, concrete experiences. And at the bottom of the list would be anything screaming plastic, loud colors. Uh, that's probably something uh, I would not recommend or purchase myself. And in between are other natural materials such as wood and felt and wool and cotton and um, just a variety of things for exposure. And I would say it would be more on the minimal side, more on the less consumer, more bonding. When you listen to the podcast of uh, the infant year, it's very clear what we really need to do is we need to connect and bond with our child. Now, sometimes I have children... They are, let's say, three years old, and they've already learned to identify with materialism. They say, do you like my headband? Do you like my dress? Do you like my shoes? And then I like to redirect them and say, I like being with you. I like your smile. I like the Play-Doh you make cookies with. Um, more of the creative and uh, personal side and not to have something in between us. 
there is the child, there is me, and then there needs to be a materialistic thing that they identify with, and then they're okay, or they're pretty, or they're approved. That is something to look out for. So no, you don't need to buy a lot. You don't have to have all stacks of toys. Um, this is how you establish family values and priorities and where you build strength in saying no, maybe even close friends who decide to parent differently and to have a different setup at home. And I just encourage you to not be swept away in something out there, but just bring it home and have a real personal connection with your child and everybody in your family. Thanks for listening again. This was a quick talk on um, asking too many questions and not being swept away with materialistic things. Thanks for listening. Until soon.